welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we have a wildlife sequel in my imaginary HGTV show. Hello, hello, hello. It kind of feels like fall. (laughs) Very exciting. I've got the cardigans ready. Let's go. So there was a big candy headline this week. You may have seen it too. I feel like I saw it everywhere. There will be no peeps until Easter 2021 because of the pandemic. So no Halloween or Christmas peeps or Valentine peeps. Okay. So the first thing we have to address is the very polarizing nature of peeps. I said last week that the world seems like it's split into two. Those who read the newsletters and those who don't. I am one who reads the newsletter, speaking of my neighborhood newsletter. And by the way, by the way, this week's newsletter is fantastic. This girl took it over like two weeks ago, and I could not love a newsletter more right now. This week's recipe of the week is avocado chicken salad. Like, I feel like at some point this newsletter is going to warrant a deep dive. But anyway, I feel that just like newsletters split the world into two, the world is made up of two different types of people, those who love peeps and those who hate peeps. I have not found a lot of neutral territory on peeps. Most of the people I know do not seem to be peeps fans. (laughs) I, however, love peeps. Like, as in, if you ask me my favorite Easter candy, it's like one, two. Cadbury mini eggs and peeps. No hesitation. One of my great life theories, by the way, is that however you feel about peeps, you feel about candy corn. So if you love peeps, then you love candy corn. And if you hate candy corn, you probably hate peeps. I love candy corn, obviously. Okay, so given all that, I have a little bit of a hot take. I saw the stories and my immediate reaction was that I was okay with waiting until Easter for peeps. For the same reason, I don't expect to get candy corn in March. I I love peeps, but I don't need peeps six months out of the year. My six-week binge in March and April is just fine. Thank you very much. However, I did see a picture of these pumpkin-shaped peeps on the story I'm putting with the show notes, and I was like, oh, man, (laughs) maybe I will miss them more than I think. (laughs) Okay, so last week, I talked about an article that I'd read called What to Do If a Bat Gets in Your House. A friend of mine completely topped me and my bat-related story, and I am happy to let her do it by the way. So she messages me and says, this is her story. So she says her dad made her clean up a dead bat once in the closet. So of course she doesn't want to touch it, right? So she gets the so she gets the vacuum and vacuums it up. She's like, moments later when I was vacuuming another room, the bat head came out of the bottom of the vacuum. The vacuum just spit it back out. <laughs> That's like a real life, that's like a horror story come to life. I feel like I would be haunted by the vision of that for days and weeks and years. Oh, and a bat flew over her head when she was sleeping on the trampoline as a kid and either peed or pooped in her mouth. She wins. She wins. No contest. That would do me in. Okay, so so obviously, this is obviously going to pale in comparison because everything would pale in comparison to that. But a couple months ago, I noticed a lot of bees. Well, okay, so let's stop there. I say bees, but I did a side-by-side comparison of bees, wasps, and hornets online, and I actually think they're hornets. So I noticed some hornets flying around the driveway, 
And actually, a few months before that, I had spotted a nest on the very top of the side of the house, and we got the pest guy to knock it down. So I saw them, and I was like, I bet they're back. But I didn't see anything as far as like a nest, and it wasn't like they were actually bothering me. So I was like, whatever. But then a few more weeks go by, and I'm like, they're oh, they're like always flying around when I get in the car. Like, so annoying. I am going to stop this by saying one time I went to get an oil change and they found an enormous nest built most likely by a possum under the hood of my car. You'd think I'd be a little quicker on the update here. So yes, I get in the car and I see a hornet going in the space between the car frame and the side mirror and the little light bulb goes off and I'm like, Oh, I bet they're going in there and they've got something going on in there. So I did what any normal person would do in that situation, which is get in the car and drive really fast so they fly out. That works, right? Does not work. <laughs> so, so I realized that it did not work and I get out the flashlight on my phone and try to peek in there and I can't see anything. And I said something to my sisters about it. And my one sister was like, you should go drive through a car wash. That'll chase anything out that's in there. I was like, that is a, that is like a genius. That's genius. So I go to the car wash and drive through feeling very victorious because not only am I going to get rid of whatever hornet is squatting in my side mirror, I'm going to have a clean car too. Win, win. So I get out of the car wash and I'm like, what next? Let's fill the car up with gas while I'm at it. Like check, check, check. Let's get things done. So I'm driving, but my husband's with me and he gets out to do the gas and I unroll the window to hand him something and a hornet darts out of the side mirror with intent, I might add, and stings me right on the hands. This hornet hangs out during the drive there, during the car wash experience, during the drive to the gas station, and then waits for the perfect moment to be like, you know what? Take that. So I don't really know how this was determined because I don't ever remember being actually stung by a bee. But the word when I was growing up was that I was allergic to bee stings. So I told my husband, I'm like, you need to Google. <laughs> I like was sitting there holding my hand like gingerly, <laughs> like elevated in the air. And I'm like, you need to Google what to do if I start having a hard time breathing. And he's like, what? I was fine. I was fine. It hurt and got all red and puffy, but... I did my little baking soda paste when I got home and it was fine. I also went out there promptly with like my Sam's Club card or whatever it was and finally knocked out quite an impressive little nest while I was at it. So, okay. So now, so I've kind of set myself up a little spot in our spare room right now, like a little desk and TV situation. And I'm sitting the other day on my computer and I look out the window, I'm staring out the window and there's this porch there and I'm watching and I'm like, huh, there's a bee or a hornet, whatever. And then I see another one and then another one. And before you know it, there's like this whole backyard barbecue going on under the railing. So I text my husband who's like downstairs, but (laughs) couldn't just like yell over the railing. I text him and I'm like, send him my blurry little, my blurry little picture. And I'm like, look at this. There's like 10 of them under there. I don't really know if there was 10. I started counting, but I lost count. But I was like, there's 10 of them under there. He's kind of like unconcerned. So I was like, actually, I think there's like 12. (laughs) Like, you know, raising it two hornets is really going to make this huge difference, which uh, I'm sure is no surprise. It really didn't. So, you know, at this point, I sort of have a bee 
or a hornet in my bonnet. So I'm like, that's it. It's finally not 100 degrees. I'm probably going to want to go sit out there again at some point. I am reclaiming my space. So I go to grab a mop and march myself out there. But first, this is a very 2020 thing to do. First, I prop my phone up on the windowsill and hit record. The reason I did this is because a couple months ago, so we have a ring doorbell and a couple months ago, I decided I wanted a chocolate shake. (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but I decided I wanted one. So I'm juggling whatever was in my hands to try to unlock the door and this enormous bug lands on my arm and I fling my arm back and the shake went flying. (laughs) Actually, I had two shakes and the one that went flying was my husband's shake. So, oops. But anyway, it went like, everywhere, all across the front porch, the mat, everything. I was not happy. Cleaning it up was a nightmare. But even I could admit the ring video was hilarious. I spent like an hour figuring out how to put it in slow-mo. Like, (laughs) and you know, it was as good a way as any to spend a Friday night during a global pandemic. So I put my phone on the windowsill the other day because I was like, if this goes really bad, which there is at least a 50% chance it will, at least it might be funny afterwards. So I go out there with the mop and the first problem is that my neighbors are out on their porch. I'm like, great. (laughs) This will be great. The matinee is free, guys. Enjoy. But I mean, I'm already out there with the mop. Like, what am I going to do? I march out there with the mop and then what? March right back in again. I'm already out there. So... I commit to what I'm doing. I lean over. It's like, so it's like one of those mops that you attach the microfiber thing to or whatever. So it kind of swivels around and I keep trying to get the angle right. And every time I lean over, these two like guard hornets come flying up in my face. Like, what is that? Like right in my face, not like for my toe or for like my shin. They're like, beeline, beeline, haha. They like zoom right at my face. So I jump back and I'm trying to like wave the mop back at them, which faces them like zero. And then I get my nerve back up and lean over and then they fly back up at me and then we do it again and again. And then I'm like, forget it. I'm done. I only have like 7% of my phone battery as it is. If something happens and my phone is dead after all that, I'm really going to be ticked. So they're still there. I'm sitting here as I speak. I don't see them right this second, but literally like a short time ago, they're just climbing around each other. Oh no, there's one. There's one. I just saw one. I cannot even, I can't even. So, uh, (laughs) speaking of things I do to entertain myself. (laughs) So, okay. So I am not sure how I did this, but a little over a year ago, I accidentally set up a Zillow alert for houses for sale in two towns. I had downloaded the app, but didn't like something about it. I don't remember what, but in the process, set up an email alert for two towns. One was a town where I was looking for houses where I did not end up moving. And the other one was for a town I'd lived in a few years earlier. Um, But anyway, to change the alerts, you have to go on the app, which I would have to download again, which, and I mean, who wants to do that? So I've just been putting up with these two daily emails from Zillow for the last year, because that is obviously a lot easier, right? Uh, Okay. So a few months ago, I decided I was going to stop starting my day looking blurry-eyed at Instagram and instead read a little bit of scripture before I go on like the internet at large. I started doing that because of something uh, Corinne from the Mint Arrow site said about doing something similar. And it works really well and it's a good way to start the day, but I usually need a few minutes to wake up. So my rule for myself is I can look at texts and emails 
And then when I'm a little more awake, I go on my my scripture app. Somehow, <laughs> somehow this led me into the Zillow emails that I have routinely deleted every day without reading. I think that's how I ended up doing it. I was also looking for some stuff for my dad in the one town, but I think that was basically how I ended up doing it. Anyway, I have gotten so into this. So the neighborhood I lived in there was probably my favorite neighborhood I've ever lived in. There was a lot of ways to, shall we say, (laughs) walk around the block. Uh, I had this mile and a half loop, exactly a mile and a half loop through the neighborhood that took exactly 30 minutes to walk. It was just perfect. I could substitute this side street or that side street, but basically it came out to the same distance every time. And one of my very favorite things to do was to put on some headphones and music and go walk around at like dusk and (laughs) look in people's windows. I know how that sounds. Okay. I know. I know. But I was on the sidewalk. (laughs) The windows were open. It's fine. Okay. So anyway, so I would do that a lot and I was fascinated, fascinated first by how people decorated. I was always fascinated by that. And then just by how everything looked inside. So the houses were older, like like 75, 100 years, some of them. And there would be like interesting little windows or or little um, accents and then built-ins inside or whatever. Like I loved looking at the built-ins. I was always like, what do they put in their built-ins besides, you know, books? And sometimes there would be like wallpaper, like old looking wallpaper. It was always just interesting. And also, you know, I lived there for a while and it's just the kind of town where you're like always cutting down like this street or that street. So I think when I really started to get into these Zillow emails was when I realized I recognized some of the houses, or at least they looked familiar. So it was like this game with some of them. Like you look down at the map and you're like, I knew it. I knew it was on that street. Then I get to go look inside and see when they were built and how long the people lived there. It's like filling in all these missing blanks that I never knew were missing. So it's like I have this whole new layer now and I am personally invested. I cannot believe, like for example, I cannot believe the price of the condos in the center of town. I have a million opinions on that and if it would be worth it and what the pros and cons would be. There was this old, old house that went up near the town line and I went through the pictures like three times. I was like, this house is crazy. Who knew that was all in there? I passed this every time I went to the eye doctor and I had no idea. I looked at this one place and they were like, it's a mile from the center. They might've even said it was walking distance. And I was like, a mile walking distance. I was like, that is the biggest stretch I have ever heard in my life. (laughs) And I went on Google maps just to prove myself right to myself. (laughs) On top of which, on top of which I also have sort of a mild obsession with staging now, not really staging, but like clutter, I guess. Like Our agent for our old house made us put everything away, which I knew she would, but she had us put like everything away and then everything else that was left after that. I saw, so I saw one the other day, a listing the other day for a not insignificant amount of money, I might add. And I was aghast at the pictures. I was like, they have dishes drying on the counter. You can see the mop someone left out. One of the beds, this is true, one of the beds isn't even made. Who allowed these pictures to be taken? I feel like I'm like the Property Brothers lost sibling or something. Lost triplet? I was like, they're twins, right? I know they have a brother. Clueless but know-it-all sister, how's that? I really know nothing about home design or architecture or real estate, 
But thanks to HGTV and Zillow, I think I do. And I cannot leave it alone. And if you're looking for something to do while you're bleary-eyed tearing to wake up in the morning, I cannot recommend it enough. Okay, that's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walkblockpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you next week.